Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Productive Podcast. I'm Jennifer Dawn, a business coach and founder of Best Planner Ever. If you're ready to start winning big in business and life, guess what? You're in the right place. The Happy Productive Podcast is your go-to resource for learning how to bring awareness and clarity and focus and even a little mental toughness into your daily productivity so that you can knock your goals out of the park and set yourself apart from the pack and start succeeding on a whole new level. You guys, I'm so excited for our guest today. We're going to be talking with Heather Fleming, aka Heather Dawn Fleming. And Heather and I, we met at a retreat at the Omega Institute. And I'm Jennifer Dawn. She was Heather Dawn. And it was love at first sight. And so <laughs> totally. I'm super excited to have her today. Heather is the founder of Conscious Nutrition. She has a BS in nutritional science, and she's also a certified clinical nutritionist. And she helps provide a solid foundation to help teach others how to nourish themselves with their food. I don't know about you guys, but food has always been like a little bit of a love-hate relationship for me. So we're going to dive into this today because Heather's mission is to infuse love, compassion, right? Good things and help guide others, right? On how to be their own guru with food. So welcome, Heather. Thank you, Jennifer Dawn. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You know, as part of your bio, um, it says as a recovering type A nutritionist <laughs> who was seeking perfection, which I think I probably could also fall into that category. And I'm finding when you seek perfection with your food, it's a pretty mm. hard bar, right? Um, oh, yeah. Right, that you'll never pretty, live up to. You'll never <laughs> live up to without like never That's ever really correct. enjoying your food, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you talk, oh, I want I want to talk about that, and then yeah. I also want to talk about the rebel and the and the the judge <laughs> yeah. and all of that. So we're gonna yeah. dive into that food, but that as well. But let's start with the recovering type A. <laughs> Right. Isn't that good? Perfection, right? <laughs> well, as a Virgo and a 70s flower child, like we both are, like we were like this food complication. We food, yeah. food came in, industrialized food. And my parents were both on the farm. And then I was first generation this new food and then we did fat free remember the fat free remember. phase remember yeah. the atkins phase so i feel all this extremeness mm -hmm. really especially as a woman i'll speak on as a woman latched on to my worthiness and yeah. so then i my virgo girl was like i'm gonna be a raw foodist i'm gonna be this i'm gonna be pure clean like all those trigger words and i think i don't believe in conspiracy theories but i don't know this diet thing <laughs> might be one <laughs> and i think it took away the a woman's our power like we right. were always like i'm not enough so yep. if i can control my food then every day then i'm enough then i right. will fix it like the fixer yeah. in all of us. So, and I just criticized myself for so long and I had my aha moment finally mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. I went, what if I don't do it that way anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding. The next day, my friends go, did you lose weight? I go, I lost a million pounds yeah. because of this pressure I was putting on myself from both my, you know, clinical, I wanted to be a really good, really great clinical nutritionist. And I was seeing people following plans and not seeing results. So I'm like, right. what else is going on there? Yeah. And we're emotional beings. And it's yeah. so much more complicated than eat this plus this equals results. You know, like right. we've learned that the calories in calories out thing. We don't see the biggest loser anymore on TV. Thank goodness. Right. We've right. lost that like extreme thing that oh no, we have to restrict and deprive to be healthy. Like, look mm -hmm. at that. 
like yeah. that doesn't even make any like any intuitive common sense at all either so right. my aha moment was finally I'm gonna be befriend my body and befriend all the crazy wonderful voices in my head because there's still there's there, anybody else or just me yeah no the it's critic, not just right? you it isn't <laughs> the, the and- critic the rebel and yeah. Right. Exactly. And we're going to dive into that, yes, but I, I want to talk a little bit about this perfectionism because right. we are trying to be so perfect. And I am guilty of this. Like I'm still totally. working on kind of like letting this go. And, and I'm generally a fairly like kind of chill out, you know, sort yeah. of person. Yeah. Um, maybe not. My husband might not agree with that, but I'm going to say <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm generally, I you know, I don't like to be extremist or, or yeah. militant, you know, with yep. anything you, um, I tend to eat vegan. I tend to eat mostly yeah. plant-based, but Gorgeous. I was telling everybody on my money check-in today on Goal Achievers, I was like, Friday, my husband said, want to cut out of work early and go get a slice of pizza. I'm like, awesome. yes, I do. Yes, yes I, I do. do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. But mm-hmm. trying to like set that bar so high and then life happens. Yeah. And then Always. I, right. And then <laughs> I notice. I've set the bar too high. And then of course I might achieve it for a little while. And then I mess up because my husband says, want to go get a slice. And I'm like, yeah, I want to live. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's a gorgeous day. Finally, I want to go get a slice. Yeah. And and then you beat yourself up because you're like, oh, I didn't do my diet. And then Mm -hmm. you start the thinking of, you know, well, this is why you're fat and you can't lose weight, you know, and that whole thing goes. So how did you lose the perfectionism, right? How did you just for real, like, toss it out yep. the window and get rid of it. I love it. Ooh, that's a good one. And even when I just heard your beautiful words there, you're like, Oh, I messed up. Mm-hmm. I, now I feel guilty. So yeah. some psychology would call that the unresolved shame cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we just, Oh, pizza equals I'm now um, emotionally inept and I'm now a glutton and now I'm guilty. And that yeah. guilt is the, one of the lowest vibration energies we can feel it is it's i teach this class oh this is so cute i get it emotional scale shame Shame. 20 right (laughs) bottom of the scale i know this wasn't that the best book power versus force right wasn't that the name of the book or something or it's just was blew my mind and yes so i would say that diet culture was always we were always going to be like oh we're never enough so if i can control the food then i'll finally be enough Mm-hmm. So even in that moment going, oh, wow, what else is this guilt from? Yeah. What other unresolved emotion, what other feelings am I having? Because it's never 99.9% of times it's not the pizza. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the food. I'm learning this. Right. I the am. food yeah. is the gateway for us to look deeper within ourselves. Food, oh, that's money, good. food, money, love. Um, what else is it? Shopping, you know, being, yeah. being distracted on our phones all the time. Why am I distracting myself right now? Note with zero judgment. So I would say the day I had my aha moment, I became completely self-compassionate with myself because I couldn't live another minute the other way, the other for another day, another minute, the other way for another day. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was berating myself. I had digestive issues like my whole life yeah. and now 90% of them are, you know, gone. So yeah. I, that self-compassion piece, instead of us judging so quick to judge, so yeah. the perfectionist is quick to judge. So yes. now we're like, Oh, well, what else? So in that moment with the guilt, let's say it snuck in, you know, an mm-hmm. hour later after the pizza, like, Oh, yeah. maybe I should look out before the pizza. Well, what else am I feeling guilty about? What else mm-hmm. is going on? And that might start linking and you might even have old memories Mm-hmm. come up so we're 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 helping our left brain not operate from so critical 
Mm-hmm. And we're letting our right brain be a little more sensitive to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. so scared to let go of control that mm-hmm. we feel like we'll gain 20 pounds. Right. So it's that surrender factor of like, oh, if I yeah. let, let go, what's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. so good, you guys, that the food is really the gateway for you to do more of that inner work. Yep. And I'm it finding is. that too, the more work I do in this area, yeah. now, granted, I got over the pizza pretty quickly, good. but it's good. only, yeah, good. It's, Just only yeah. <laughs> it's only because of the work that I've been doing around food Always. and you're right. And the more I learn a- about food in this area, it's never about the food. It's Ever. always about the emotion you know, the experience that we've attached to it, because I realized like being able to just go out to eat and have somebody do something for me when my profession, you know, you're a coach too, right? When you spend all day helping other people at the end of the day, you're just like, I want somebody to help me. (laughs) But you know, you go out to eat and you end up eating a bunch of food that isn't really good for you. And Yeah, I've seen with my work schedule, like I have to eat healthy food or I just don't have the energy to do what I want to do in a day. And so it's been a natural evolution. But like if you're still stuck in that trying to be a perfectionist and mess up on the food and then you beat yourself up, like what did you do to help like retrain your thinking? How did you give yourself permission to just be like, I'm okay with this and I'm going to keep going? Yeah. So like the 800 nutrition books I've read and all of them contradicting themselves, right? Right. right? The, yeah. That complexity of it all. I just went, the, that, that day was, well, what if nothing's, I have nothing that's a no anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have like, Ooh. I like let go of the charge of the no yes. of the list. So if I woke up every morning at 7 a.m. with the list of no's and the list of things I have to do, we are exhausted by 7.04. Right. right. We're just exhausted. So we're not in the present moment, which everyone talks about, but we have to practice it. Like the mind body connection. I love to talk about the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. So being connected in our nervous system is being Mm -hmm. in the present moment. So with food, that's why all of a sudden a crazy craving will come up, but we've been taught to call it good or bad. Yes instead of discerning, like learning from them. So if all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're craving, we'll just use sweet because that's a big one. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, something's wrong with me. Oh no, I'm bad. Oh no, my blood sugar's off. Oh no. Yeah. And we're starting to diagnose it and judge it instead yes. of like, how about I just actually have a little honey in my tea today? Right. Like that's it. Right. We've, we've created all these mountains and complexity when it's yeah. actually just really being simple with our body. So honestly, the day I quit being a perfectionist, I stopped with wheat-free, dairy-free, soy-free, you know, air-free, whatever it was. And I just went, (laughs) let me just like become intimate with my body. And like for a year I journaled, I was like, wow, I felt really bloated when I had um, oatmeal and then a turkey sandwich. Is it, oh no, is it always those foods? Is those foods bad for me? Instead of me being so quick to judge, I kind of unraveled. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being so complex. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me, I just use normal foods too. I was just using regular foods. So yeah. uh, not trigger us all. <laughs> yes. And I was like, wow, I actually feel better. So now when I have a meeting, like I didn't want to eat anything, you know, really heavy right before us. Cause I wanted to be more clear. Yeah. So it's more of a connection instead of a right or wrong. So we're, I feel like we need to use less of this yeah. and trust more of our, our, all of the wisdom, especially again, speaking as a female mm-hmm. is in our body. Like yeah. we are, we can yeah. feel that flutter and go, Oh, I need to go call that person right now. And that was exactly when your friend needed you. Right. Right. All, like, Oh, I just got goosebumps. I feel yeah. we can have that relationship with food too. Yeah. 
instead of jumping out of our body and going, oh no, I'm wrong. Oh no, I'm right. Oh no, I need to do, I need to fix it. We just mm. go and ask one extra question. Like, right. you, like, oh, why am I craving pizza? You know what? I actually just want to be present with my husband. And then you would have had zero, like that would have just right. ended it. Like, or you know what? I have been eating kind of bland. You know what? I'm going to start putting um, dairy-free pesto into my rotation. Yes. Or I'm going to do right. this. I'm in love with this marinara anchovy sauce. I can't stop making it over and over. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm craving salty and pizza. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make this anchovy marinara sauce Yeah. in the next two days. So yeah. we can use those signals to- yeah. Be more, befriend. I can't think of another word, but befriend. Because I had the love, I'm not using the word H, the H word anymore. So I'm using love, dislike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the H word out of my vocabulary. Uh-huh. I actually made that on a January 2020. Like that was my new year's. On nice. 20, and then 2020 happened. So that was a hard year to practice. I bet that was a hard year to practice that. Exactly. <laughs> I giggled. I was like, of all years, but we challenge right. ourselves. Right. So my love, dislike relation with food was actually with myself and not being present mm-hmm. with myself and not knowing how to, you know, we all feel freaked out by our own emotions. Right. So then we're freaked out about our own emotions and we're freaked out about our cravings and our signals. And so it's just a whole, uh, you know, junkyard tangled cords. <laughs> it's a bunch yeah. of tangled cords. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. One of the things I've really started to pay attention to mm. because I have, I've never done drugs I don't drink anymore just because it makes me sick. I just, I can't do it. And I'm not judging anybody who does. Just let me just start right there. Um, But for for me, it just has has never really been right for me. I just don't like it. And so sometimes though with food, I almost feel like food becomes the drug because it's like, oh, I want to be happy. Let me eat. Oh, I'm sad. Let me eat. Like, you know, I can come up with, oh, we're celebrating. Let me eat. It's a holiday. Let me eat. (laughs) And so- Part of this awareness, though, is that I've noticed that as I've started to heal the emotional stuff inside, yeah. I'm using food less and less as a crutch totally. and, and totally. right and more for yep. nutrition. But for me, one of the questions I like to ask myself now is, do I want it or do I like need it? Like, do I Perfect. absolutely have to have Perfect. it? And yeah. I know that when it's like, oh my God, you have to have this, like, that's a problem. When I, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. like my husband, he's like, let's go sit and have a slice of pizza. I'm great. But if he had said, let's go eat something else, it would have been fine. It really wasn't the food. It was the experience that I totally. wanted. Totally. But like, if I'm like, it's Friday and I'm tired yeah. and I absolutely have to eat pizza, like, yeah, that for me has been the awareness of like, wait a second, Jen, Perfect. When you've got to have it. That's probably a problem. But when you're not attached to the food, it's more of just like, I'm hungry. I need to eat. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, anyway, for me, that's been huge. And because of the emotional attachment that we have to our food. hundred percent. So if you're a person and you find that you're really a lot, what is it? We eat our emotions, right? Yeah, and you find totally. that you're emotional eating. How do you help people like get past that and allow food to be about nutrition and love and whatever, and not be about like, you know, I need to eat my emotions. Well, I haven't figured that out because I eat my emotions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the creator of all the, all the, I have, I have these eight categories of different, of your food relationship type. And I'm pretty much sick. I'm for sure six to seven of the eight for sure. Uh And again, self-compassion and how you just, and then just like, you know, we might've had a really tough phone call and yes. you do need a numb out and you're like, you yeah. know what? I am going to, I'm choosing this food and I do feel a little numb. 
and owning it. Oh, that's powerful. That's right? Just like, cool. And I'm not kidding you. You'll eat probably half of what you would have ate before. Oh, there's actually a study. It's called really? the, yes. Oh my God. I just wrote a blog on it. We can post it to what the, it's like, what the, what the hell effect it was in. <gasps> it was what the hell effect. And they told split this group of women yes. they each had to have a donut. Everybody had the donut. Yeah. And then one group of women got this beautiful self-compassion statement said to yes. them, and then they had to eat as much candy as they wanted. And the other group did not have the self-compassion, the compassionate self-statement. Yes. And they ate, I want to say 48%, 40% more than the group wow. that got the compassionate. And right there is us just blocking. We're just like cutting off our, our head from our body. Yes. And it's normal. That's a survival yes. mechanism from trauma, right? Yes. So we're like, yes. oh, this doesn't feel good. I need to not feel this. So right. trauma, I need to numb for a minute and I'm choosing this. Hydrate first. I have people take five deep breaths. I have yeah. us learn from it. Like, you know what? Maybe go, if it's always, you know, salty, let's say it's always salty. Like, oh, I'm going to go do some research on salty. And I have a cravings book too yeah. that tells us like, <laughs> you know what? This might give us more support. How yes. else can I nourish myself? So instead of the right, wrong and the left brain judging, just be like, oh, what else could have nourished me in that moment? Ooh. Just little tricks like that, because I don't want us to keep replaying that moment for the rest of our lives on our deathbed either, yes. because food is number one. Pl- I mean, it's pretty number two, maybe sex might be number one, but food might, they might be tied. Yeah, they could definitely <laughs> be tied. Yeah, exactly. Right. I I love that. That's so funny. I was um, listening to a course um, and it was Tony Robbins and we love Tony, obviously. And he was talking about scarcity and how Mm. humans, like when we think something is going to be scarce, obviously I'm a business coach. So we, we will use scarcity in marketing. Right. And you guys all know you've been there where it's like, Oh, limited time only. There's only five left. You're the only one who knows about it. Right. They'll they'll use scarcity and they've, they've done studies where, you know, a company marketing their product, like if they try to say, Oh, it's healthy for you, it's this and that and the other, like that doesn't sell. But when you say there's going to be a shortage and if you don't buy some now, you're not going to get any like orders will increase like 50%. Right. And so what he was doing though, is saying like, if you're human beings, when we think something's going to be scarce, it's almost like that switch will flip and we'll do whatever we can to get it. So when we're on a deprivation diet, he's like, you're creating scarcity. As soon as you can't have it, it's all you want. Right. And I think that's such, so important for us to know that like, wait a second, as soon as you eliminate all these things, you can't have any more, you've created scarcity and you've actually made it to where your body in you, your brain is like, oh my God, I have to have it. But by saying I can have it, right? I can have it. Now we're eliminating that scarcity and now we're back to owning it saying, this is the choice that I'm going to make because I'm choosing to eat this food right now. Yep. Nourish and support. And uh, it's back to safe and security safe and secure in the present moment instead of the past maybe lingering like you might have had something you you know the pizza might have thrown you off and you're like oh I did feel depressed last time I ate pizza and now you're bringing that baggage with you in the present (laughs) before you even eat the pizza before you've actually even been you already have a whole storyline and we have these beautiful little hormones all over the place I actually just did a hormonal hormone chart and information about it we have ghrelin, we have leptin, we have glucagon, we have insulin. We have all these little hormones that totally just like, oh, she's starving. Her mind is telling me she's going to deprive us. We better store fat for long, oh. for long term. It is 
it can be from a thought that our hormones can start right. it activate just from the thought, right? We all know that right. thoughts become things. So, so the second I be- left the type A is I let go of all the rules is what I did. And I became more intimate connecting with my body. I'm like, wow, what are you telling me? Like, right. that's the curiosity. We haven't been trained, especially in the seventies. It was, you're wrong. I have to right. you up to be healthy, you know, right. like right. Now it's, hey, what are you telling me? I can't wait to um, understand your signals or understand the little cues you're giving me. Right. And that's, right. that's how we befriend ourselves. Yeah. It could have been oh. something you needed three days ago. Like you needed a sweet potato, but the one diet you just read about said no sweet potatoes. And that's right. all your body needed three days ago. And you would have not ate the three pieces of chocolate cake, maybe, you know, from right. a place of despair, right. you know? Right. So it's a tug of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so many of the diets and I have been on them, you guys, yep. like not judging, I've been on them, but yep. like, even like these high protein diets, yeah. like I can't yeah. do protein. I think my body has just been like, listen, dumbass, enough. <laughs> yep. Enough right. I, yeah. I can't do it. Like no more. I mean, I, I, I just can't. And I'm so grateful that my body is like, forget it. Um, mm-hmm. because it does make me eat different foods, but like, they're so extreme, you know, it's, it's, I feel you like know, that's messing us up even more. Right. right All mm-hmm. or nothing. You can't have this. You have to yep. eat that. And it's just like, I'm, I've kind of gotten to a point too, where I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I want to make healthy choices because healthy food makes me feel better Mm-hmm. in my body and my energy. I feel better about myself. Like you want to eliminate guilt and shame, just eat the right thing. And you're like, Oh crap, that was great. That salad was wonderful. Great. And even when I quiz people on their favorite last meal, nine out of 10 of them are like gorgeously healthy and balanced and real food. They're real food. It's not a big Mac. It's not, yeah. <laughs> not that's not, that's not their last meal. You know, it's steak and lobster and butter. Right. <laughs> Right. My last meal could be lobster, actually. Yeah, mine too. Mine's up there. Mine's <laughs> up there. Mine's up there. And and like the only positive, I've been super grouchy about the extreme diets. And so and positivity is one of my major strengths. So I was like, how can I change this? And I go, yeah. you know what? I think there's this yearning that we are so searching for the extreme outside of us to connect intimately within us. Mm-hmm. Because when we were hunters and gatherers, there's times we didn't have protein and we right. only vegan. There was times we only ate meat for a few days until we, or nothing. We actually intermittent fasted for a couple of days until we could get, you know, what we needed. So yeah. all of these extreme diets have little trickles <laughs> throughout, uh, like, like, let's look at 365 days. They all probably have a few days <laughs> that <Yeah>. makes sense. <laughs> or a that week. That makes sense. Isn't that right? cool? I had that a look is at the so cool. So but, for these couple of days, you might've been on keto. Absolutely. <laughs> for these days you were a vegan. Vegan. Right. But if you look at the whole picture, it was a combination of things, right? It wasn't just all or nothing. And it wasn't your mind forcing it. It was nature and you working together. So right Right. now we're all mental heavy with food and it's not working. Yeah, (laughs) It's not working for our health. It's not working for our environment and it's not working for us as individuals. Cause if, again, if you're, I'm not enough every day and food's trying to fulfill, right. Right. Fulfill, feel, fulfill a feeling, a feeling <laughs> or a filling. Yes. It's just always, you're never going to be satisfied. So what it could have been just like, you know, three bites of something that you're like, that's all I needed. So the protein thing, my clients, they, I love sharing this with them because the protein thing, 90% of it's mental. Cause we got so yeah. trained eat protein at every meal to lose weight. Right. Like right. what lady, what have, who hasn't heard that? Right. So I just have them go, Ooh, let me just take five deep breaths and just ask that one more time. 
And then that gets us out of our head and back into our heart and our core, which is, this is where all the the intelligence is. Yes. (laughs) This intelligence, some days, some days. So So all the intelligence, our body, our kidneys are giving us little subtle cues. Our organs, all of our organs are like, Hey, actually I need to I need this to detoxify, or I need this because you're malnourished, which right. 90% of people are malnourished. Yes. The end. The yeah. End. Like, it's not even what diet you're on. We're mostly malnourished from minerals and such. Yeah. But I love this stopping for a moment yes. and your the five deep breaths and just getting connected to yourself. Mm-hmm. This is something me and my husband have actually been integrating into our oh, meals because good. we find that oh, here's dinner and here's food. And we've been rush, rush, rush all day. So like when the meal is there, you're like, oh, let me just get in there and get going and let me rush through it. And so we have a new rule is, or him and I, it's so funny, it's bite and breathe. So we take a bite, put the fork down, chew, take a big deep breath and just slow this whole train down. And that's been huge because when you start listening to your body and you're breathing in between bites, you know, you're not, we're, we're not eating as much because we're full sooner. We're giving our bodies a chance to catch up. And yeah. I'm noticing that like, even if I'm eating something that maybe isn't like the best nutritional food to be eating, yeah, like totally, you'll, you'll like stop eating it sooner. If that makes sense. It's fascinating. Yep, right. Sure. Because you're not caught in that like frenzy of like that emotional, Oh my God, I've got it. I've got to eat it. And eat more of it and yep. eat, eat mm-hmm. before somebody else gets it or what, you know, all this nonsense. The, there's that some happens. lack in there and the, right. the old stories and that's, we're usually in our sympathetic nervous system. So the breath helps us go a little more parasympathetic. So then we can actually absorb the nutrients yes. in our small intestine too. So when I'm numb, so one, two of the food relationship types are number and comforter. And mm-hmm. if I'm doing both of those, I catch myself putting my, I try to practice putting my fork down when I talk now. And that's one of the cues I give people. I'm like, Hey, just put your fork down when you talk or when someone else is talking, if you're not in the mood, you know, just practice that. And that helps those hormones catch up too. So they're not getting, so they're, cause again, if you're in fight or flight, the hormones aren't working well. No, (laughs) Adrenaline's doing it all. And that's That's not helping with the other balance. That's not helping your mind and body go, Hey, um, the hypothalamus, let me pot. I'm full now. Like right. we're, we're all lost a lot of that highway and our highway is usually our head judging us or telling us what we should be doing, but our body's like, Hey, I just needed one more bite. Like three weeks ago. <laughs> and now you've been starving for three weeks. Right. right. That's all I needed. Was one more I just bite. needed one more bite or a 10. My favorite to say is a 10 minute nap. We probably all mm-hmm. needed a 10 minute nap about 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we're running exactly. on empty. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I love how it's just little things it like is. the five deep breaths. Mm-hmm putting your fork down to slow down this process. And then it's almost like you kind of break that pattern of just like get in there and it's a feeding frenzy and you can get some insight, you know, catch some thoughts and some stories. A lot of my clients will catch some stories and they'll be like, Oh, and they'll get choked up. They're like, I can't even, I forgot that was there in there. I forgot that was said to me and that's our operating system. So we're operating from that. And then the food is the, the food's innocent. Right. The food is completely innocent because there's people that don't get food. So we get to yeah. practice our relationship with ourselves with yeah. this food. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I, I love the um, the scarcity thing because it, it as I started, because I've noticed that, and I don't know if it's just because of the deprivation diets I've been on, that yeah. now if I even think about it, my body is like, 
no. Yeah. I love right. those. Days. I it's love when my like, clients get there. Yeah. When people yeah, get like there, not doing it. And if there's any food that I'm like, you can't have it. I mean, I can feel like a physical, like, oh my God, you have to go eat as much as you can yep. because you want to take it away. Yeah. yeah. So now even just a simple little thing. I'm like, if it pops into my head, oh, I want that. I'm like, okay. You can have it. You can have as much as you want of it. There's plenty of it around. Yay. Anytime you want to go get it, it's there. And usually that's enough to yeah. like talk me off the ledge. And because I that's know, perfect. Right? That's perfect. I, mm-hmm. I know if I eat it, I'm not going to feel good. I already know this. I've been through the whole like yeah. <laughs> start to finish. I know it's not good for me. I don't really want to eat it, but it's almost like that scarcity. You have a craving. Yeah. You don't actually have to give into it. You can take a deep breath. You can be like, okay, you can have as much of it as you want. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, if I can have it, yeah, <laughs> I don't really want really? it. Okay. Like, yeah. Maybe what I need is, you know, a piece of watermelon because I'm thirsty or whatever, you know? It's usually hydration. It's usually oxygen, hydration, yeah. nutrition, and then a hug. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what we all need. <laughs> it's like something like that. We're like, wait. I just needed to feel my feels for a minute because we're just right. so, you know, overwhelmed with that, with others and ourselves too. Oh, I love that. Take a drink of water, take a deep breath and go oh, get a hug. hug. Yep. And then, <laughs> then you can make the decision. Step. Yeah. <laughs> it has been supportive if you've been in trauma. Food has oh, yes. supported people with trauma. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, this is one of the things you talk about with the rebel. So tell us a little bit about the rebel. I know so many people will relate to this. This is my favorite. My favorite way is to talk about the rebel is, um, you know, the critic on Monday, I'm going to eat well. And then the rebel's like, oh, here she goes again. No, you're not. Like, and then Monday morning, there's a donut in your hand, (laughs) like all of a sudden. So the rebel, I have a mantra for the rebel, even though I'm complicated, I love and adore myself because the rebel will always win. So how you're talking to your rebel about the, you know, when you're like, Hey, okay, cool. You can have it. Yeah. So she, yeah. So Jennifer Dawn is brilliant. Everyone. Cause she's like, oh. you know what? You can have it. Cool. Yeah. What else is going on? Yeah. So it's usually not getting your needs met from yeah. zero to nine, from right. zero to nine when we're getting our subconscious. And then a lot of people have been put on diets at a young age, which then disconnected them from trusting themselves. Right. So here you are letting the rebel, you're building like a whole new relationship with your rebel. And I just right. had a client recently. She's like, I don't know what Z, you know, Jedi mind tricks you did to me, but she like not craving things like she used to and she's eating lighter at dinner but dinner used to be her alone time with food like it used to be her comfort and she's like I'm not anymore and it was just because we allowed her rebel to lead for a little while and the rebel needed a few things at other times of the day and then everything calmed down so it was usually unprocessed shame or guilt or unmet needs and we just and there's no way food is ever gonna nothing's gonna fulfill those until we just go what else is going on? So the rebel is, she's complicated right. <laughs> and she's awesome. And the more we judge or deny or repress yeah. what you resist persists. So you're going right. to start, it, you won't, you, you, there's no win <laughs> because she will, she's, she's never going to get her needs met and she'll scream loud Yeah, every Monday so morning true. and she'll scream loud every Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even I, I've gotten so much better in this area, but when I was really struggling with it, you know, I would wake up in the morning, today's the day I'm going to eat perfect. I'm only going to be, you know, completely raw foods. That's it. (laughs) I'm not eating anything processed, like nothing, you know, 
course yeah. it all goes to hell as soon as yes. you try to take away these yep. things. And then every night laying in bed going, oh, how did you do yeah, that? Yeah. You know, da, 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 da. And it's just like, I don't want to live that way anymore. Nope. At, at that was all. my, that was it for me too. I'm like, I can't go. I can I never go can't back. do this. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I'll say that it's taken me years really to kind of progressively improve yes. my diet. When I say improve, I'm not judging, but for me, to yes, get to right. find that balance with food of the foods that I don't feel deprived, but they are healthy for me because I want that nutrition. And it's really and truly been just like, okay, you know what? I'm noticing that this isn't really feeling very good in my body anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and then, okay, you know what? I'm letting it go, but I'm letting it go because it doesn't feel good. So I'm going to bring in something that really does feel good yeah. and just kind of loving myself through that process. Yes. Oh. That's has, perfect. Yeah, it's been so good, but like to try to just get rid of it all overnight, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't. work. And the people that would follow the program perfectly are called my obsessivers. And I almost call them controllers, which I have a lot of that in me from the type A. Right. And what you just said, the controllers and the obsessivers will follow the raw food diet for 365 days and then still maybe feel like they didn't get what achieve what they wanted to. Yeah. So, you know, oh, that diet didn't work and I did it perfectly. Who have yes. we heard? Who I've, I've said that yes. one too. So right. what they're missing is that feeling in the moment. And that's what happened every night when we tried to do it perfectly. Mm -hmm. At night we were like, oh wait, I was completely disconnected trying to per yeah. do it outside myself except instead of within myself. Right. right. Or with myself. And so- Right. Yeah. yeah. I've seen with my clients too, the ones that are just like obsessive compulsive yep, that yep, they'll yep. follow it for a time. And then yeah. it's like, then they switch gears and they go be obsessive compulsive about something else because something else. it's like, Oh, that didn't work. Now I'm going to be, you know, today I'm all raw and tomorrow I'm going to be all vegan or tomorrow I'm going to eat nothing but meat. <laughs> yes. That one, it's that like, one's now out too. There's a carnivore diet out right now too. And it's helping oh some people. God. I know it's helping people with some, some things. So, but long-term it's still finding that connection with you. What else is, what else is attributing? And it's right. not just the food that we can put our extreme focus on. Right. Exactly. I loved what you said that the food is the gateway to figure yeah. out what's really going on inside. It's not about the food and you're right because the, the food can't, it can't heal you. Like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I know people say food is medicine and I do yeah, agree that, you I know, healing that foods can yeah. be healing, but like yeah. when you're eating your emotions, um, I noticed for me, it was, um, I worked a long day. I deserve to eat this something. A, that fun. one's a beautiful one. I catch that one right. all the time. You do, yeah, And I love it. I'm like, you do. And then even just acknowledging it instead yes. of us numbing out or um, detaching, the detacher right. is one of mine too. They detach from things like, oh, I don't want to nurture yeah. myself or, oh yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. deserve it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I, I've also turned, I do deserve it, but what I deserve is to eat something that will be in alignment with yep. my body and Hey body, yep. what do you want? What want, are you in the mood for? It is. And my right? favorite two words that are non-diet culture are nourish and support. Yeah. Like, exactly. Cause I grew up with just the other words, you know, yep. restrict, deprived force, you know, and now it's like, Oh, what feels most supportive and nourishing. And mm -hmm. like, why weren't we taught that on day one? <laughs> right. I mean, come on people. <laughs> I love that. What a great question to ask you guys. So, okay. Everybody who's listening, if you're, if you're struggling with any kind of food, anything, I love that, you know, slow down, take the breaths and ask the question, drink some water, get a hug. And get then, you know, ask the question, how can I support myself? How can I nourish myself? Cause yeah. you know, 
when I ask that, when I hear that and I think, how can I nourish myself? It's like, do you eat the apple or do you eat the Snickers bar? But when I ask yeah. the question, how do I nourish myself? It's like, well, of course you're going to choose the apple. Yeah. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like the yep. word supports what the food actually totally. is, yep. right? And then I would um, even probably had a couple bites of dark chocolate with that apple. If I was absolutely. craving an apple and a Snickers, I'm like, <laughs> I might need to have some almond butter or with some chocolate. In right. <laughs> but still even almond butter or some dark chocolate, like yeah. to me, that still feels really nourishing like than perhaps family. the, the, that, the process yeah. package. Yeah. The all or none in us. Oh, Snickers right. or apple, like forget it. Ah, the rebel will just go snickers but now the all or none of now that we're adulting yes. and we're, we're nurturing ourselves we'll be like oh you know what let's go ahead and put a few cacao nibs in the almond butter and now dip the apple in it oh. which is now exactly what i'm craving so that's actually so perfect <laughs> that so if you if you've yes. slowed down and taken that's the breath and gotten yeah. a little perspective you can perspective. still feel the need of kind of here's what i need to to support yeah. myself and nourish myself but done it in a way that you feel really good about and what makes me laugh, because I wake up still so curious every day, like instead of my clinical mind going, Heather, you're going to eat this. I wake up like, oh, I can't wait to see what this wild ride's going to be about. And like, just listen, <laughs> right? It's a wild ride yes. every day. And so right. like listening to that chocolate almond butter thing, and I'm not kidding you, when you surrender into that, you're yeah. going to be full for like four to six hours and you're going to laugh so hard. You're going to be like, that's all I needed to be sad, satisfied for four to six hours. My old okay. thing would have told me to have a, you know, chicken breast or, or this or a smoothie. And that might've not been satisfying either. Yeah. So it's like this new middle ground that is like a whole, a more curious, open-minded, open-hearted space with food. Yes. And that's oh. taking our head out of the game. <laughs> I love this. So many Thanks, great, Jennifer. great tech, Aww. great, great takeaways. Okay. So one more final question. Please. I could talk to you all day. Thank so you. I just I love, love it. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, I mean, the podcast is happy productivity. The idea yes. is right to be in a happy state because that's a high emotional state. Happy people yeah. tend to just be more successful and yes. obviously productivity, right? Getting stuff done, yeah. meeting our goals. And yeah. food is a big part of that. Um, I have the the meal tracker, the meal planner in my best planner ever because yes, okay. I needed to do a better job of yep. you know tracking my food. I I did when I first created it. It was really about more of like writing down everything I eat so I could track you know what I was eating. I've actually shifted now. I use the meal tracker more for just kind of planning out what I'd like the day to look like. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. not militant about it anymore yeah, yeah, like yeah. I used to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, let's say that you are trying to bring more nourishing foods um, into your diet. So when it comes to like productivity, do you have any good, like, you know, quick little tips as far as, you know, fun, quick, easy ways that you can bring more nourishing foods into your day? I love it. Um, one, the first one that comes off the top of my head is if you are a sweet craver, mm -hmm. I put a little shot glass of cacao nibs and goji berries together on a shot, shot glass on my desk, especially mm -hmm. when I know it's a day that I am like full on, you know, in your back end of your website, you have meetings back to back that little shot glass. It, it, it helps your blood sugar stay stable with mm -hmm. tons of powerful antioxidants. And especially if you maybe had a fun too little crazy weekend, you know, a couple extra yesterday was, you know, national mimosa day. So like you come you're when you eat sugar, you crave sugar for 72 hours. 
Wow. That yes. long. That long. Yep. And so I used to always think it was 48, but there was some research that said 72. 72. So I'm not a cold Turkey person. So let's yeah. go ahead and wean off of it. So, you know, have honey in your tea, but that cacao nib and goji berry is so powerful and it keeps your energy sustained without the highs and the lows nice. and it's just a little more surreal. So that's one of my tricks for, for when I need, um, yeah. for the sweet. And then I always have, a, always have like my support in my purse, which would usually be a nut bar. And I love the brand organic food bar. It's mostly just nuts and, and such. Uh-huh. And then a tea, I always have a tea and I feel like I can take on the world. So it's usually, G, you know, gra- Jasmine green or one of the beautiful herbal teas. Yep. And if I need more kapow, I'll put a little bit of coconut oil into mm. the tea too, to give okay. your brain. So our brain sometimes thinks we're hungry when it's just depleted in glucose. Okay. So even checking with your body going, oh, is it my body and my tummy that's hungry or is my brain depleted? Mm. So that little coconut oil might give you a little, or if you're not into coconut oil, you can try, um, there's something about the coconut oil and tea. It just feels really good. It's very hydrating to yeah. MCT oil. You could try to, I just don't carry that one around. Uh-huh. I carry a little coconut oil. Nice. Um, and then otherwise like the five deep breaths before you eat will help yeah. you absorb. So you'll, you'll have more energy from your food longer. And if you're a roller coaster person, you always crave sugar right mm-hmm. after you eat. That's something you can retrain and re-support your body. So you're not having those, the hangry, the hangry thing, the high-low thing. So um, I don't know if that helps. And then I have a whole program, I have a whole program. (laughs) (laughs) Food tree, my food tree is my favorite part because I help people combine certain foods. So you get more, uh, you would digest them and absorb them more efficiently too. Oh, so nice. I just, so many great takeaways, just letting go of all of the rules, rules, right? Scrapping the perfectionism, no more yeah. right and wrong. And I love how you said that when you did that, you actually lost weight by just like- <laughs> My friends the next day were like, what, what's going on? I go, I've never felt better. Like I, I couldn't live yeah. in that left and right, that left brain judging me constantly. I was exhausted. I was actually exhausted. Yeah. 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 Tried to fit, tried to do it right. So, mm-hmm. so powerful. Right. Because, you know, one of the things I've noticed that when you're on those deprivation diets, there's life, life yeah. happens. And always do I want to like, you know, use birthday cake to feel better about myself? No. But if yeah. my child has a birthday, I don't want to be the mom who's like, oh, yeah. no, I can't t- possibly touch that. Like, I want to be the mom who has a piece of yeah. damn birthday cake with my kid. And, yeah. you know, and and I, I don't want to lose like the life that sometimes, you know, those experiences, mm-hmm. even though I want to eat healthy, but having that balance, because now if you can just say, you know what, there's no right or wrong you know, it's a holiday, you eat the birthday cake and you don't need it, need, need, need. Yeah. But I, I love that just balance overall that there's no more hard and fast rules on me. Yep. I can yep. just sort of let that go. And then when your body's more balanced, it's more alkaline and your hormones are more balanced and your blood sugars, you know, everything works together. So you don't have to try to force alkalinity because your body already responds as an right. alkaline body too. And you'll have right. a couple bites of the birthday cake instead of like, oh, that wasn't enough. Now I'm still craving it. Now I'm judging myself for still craving it. And then there's the, now you're back in the shame loop. Right, that. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's a just... lot of us lived in with food. I mean, yeah. I only lived in the shame guilt loop for decades. Yeah, that's all. 
just a few decades. Just a few decades. That's why I'm like, I'm out. I'm out, right? I'm done. Yep. That's yep. what happy productive is about, right? Good. Is finding yep. that balance and being happy and in a good state. And I think food is such an important part of that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know that the listeners, hopefully you guys have gotten some great takeaways Good. from this. I know I have really, Thank really you. great takeaways. Heather, share where people can find you. Wonderful. My website is consciousnutrition.com, C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S, because everyone forgets the S or <laughs> does the conscious <laughs> or conscience. Um, so consciousnutrition.com. And Instagram, I'm Nourish with Heather. So I started to switch to Nourish instead of just Nutrition. Yes, and you can find me there. Oh, fantastic. And you guys will put Heather's information to in the show notes for today. Heather, thank you so much for being here. I seriously could just talk for hours and hours about all this stuff with you. It's so great. Um, For everybody who's listening, if you guys are like, hey, this all sounds great, you can come check us out at Best Planner Ever. That's where you can find my daily planner. You can also find our Goal Achievers membership. Um, at bestplannerever.com. Thank you so much for listening. Now get out there and go have a happy, productive day. Bye. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. Visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On the website, you'll find free resources along with the links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the personal lives of so many of Jennifer's clients. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. This is... The She Leads Podcast Network.